Look at me, I'm what you see But can you tell the price of me? I can tell you what I need A 20 quid will buy a bottle of tea Three, two, one, Sup. and... Sup! Wog <laughs> 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 one. Yo, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. Uh, Sorry for uh, mix setup on, uh, uh, on, on the timing. On the timing, it's <laughs> yeah. all calm, man. You caught me on a good day anyway, so fair enough. Yeah, yeah. How's your COVID experience? Um, I heard you had a scare last week, no? Yeah, man. Um, obviously, it's happened to me a couple times already. Like I plan my yeah. plans, and then someone messages me like, "Oh, I just tested positive. <laughs> I have to get it. I have to get tested." But uh, yeah. so far, so good. No COVID yet. Fair enough. At least I don't actually HIV. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no COVID. <laughs> but HIV, no. <laughs> I actually have no idea how I've not got COVID yet, like yeah. to this day. Fuck I have no idea. <laughs> you, also, you also didn't get it, right? No, same here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like everyone, these, like entire fucking, like everyone got COVID. Exactly. And I missed out on that party by like one decision. <laughs> oh, but have you both got vaccinated? No, bro. I got, so I got COVID in December. So I'll, I can only get vaccinated by March. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Is that how it works? So you've got you've got to wait three months, three months and now they don't have first dose anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is one dose? Yeah, this is no, there's no, there's no like yeah. normally it's first dose and second dose, right? Yeah, they don't give out first doses anymore. There's there's only second doses. What? It's fucking retarded. Yeah, I think they're running out as well because like they just give it to everyone, right? Like for a good amount of time. So now that they yeah. had to realize like oh, we need to prioritize like a certain <laughs> demographic. So so they were just giving like the same vaccine twice. They're like yeah, fucking first dose, second dose. You know? Yeah, <laughs> they're like fucking it's okay. I feel bad for certain people as well. I know yeah. someone who got the Pfizer when he was still here. Yeah. And then he got COVID. <laughs> and then the Pfizer ran out. So he had to get both doses of Sinopharm as well. So the shit that's going in his uh, yeah. bloodstream. Yeah, that's what's going to give him COVID. Yeah. That's what's going to make him grow a second head, bro. Yeah. Like, he's going to mutate in some way or another. Head over there or... Uh... Uh, you know, we'll find out. Okay. <laughs> that's fucking sick, man. Oh. So, uh, you want to tell us about like what you do? Like all, all the fucking adventures you've been on? Of course, bro. Basically, um, I'm a full-time Karak uh, seller, basically, you know. Nice. <laughs> hey, Malayali? No. <laughs> what is this, bro? <laughs> <laughs> You gotta stay true. <laughs> oh, of yeah. course, bro. But uh, you know, Philly aside, represent. Philly represent. Nah, bro. Cook. Yeah, exactly. At least too expensive, bro. Yeah, man, too bougie. Yeah, bro. Wonder Yeah. Always Aside from that, now I'm like obviously I'm a musician, artist. Yeah. I don't like to consider myself like just a rapper or anything. I just yeah. say artist basically yeah. because yeah. of the different things that I do tend to do. Yeah. Or uh, indulge in uh, music wise. Yeah. So Fair enough. yeah. Uh, what what sort of stuff do you like get into? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, so obviously I deal with the whole shebang basically right now. It's yeah. like uh, from the recording process to the, at most of the time production process as well. Yeah. Because I make my own beats and for other people and then obviously yeah, the mixing mastering. So okay. it's like a whole one man show and I feel like a lot, it's it's so essential to do that at this point. Yeah. Because uh, like it just gets a bit long, like unless you have someone in your circle, which like yeah. I'm lucky to have now. But at the same time, like if you have someone who can handle that for you like regularly, it helps. Yeah. But when I started doing it, I didn't. So yeah. that's why I had to take it upon myself. Like mm-hmm. instead of just going on YouTube, finding someone, just paying someone every time. Like it's so much more. Wait, expensive. pay them for like, like production. mastering, production, yeah. everything. Yeah. Initially, yeah, that's how it, that's how it starts. Like it started like six years ago with like some Drake cover, some J Cole cover, then YouTube beats that you can only put on SoundCloud because I didn't buy them. So yeah. it was all free beats. Yeah. But then when I decided, okay, I need to take it seriously, I realized. Like I, I, I can't really be paying for beats all the time because that's how you have to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you get in trouble. So then that's yeah. why I was like, you know what? 
I'm just gonna buy a MIDI keyboard, download Logic Pro, just learn how to yeah. do it myself. So thankfully, it's been going pretty well. How long has it been since then? Uh, that started about that started 2018. Oh, okay. So you've been in it yeah. for like three years. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 weird because at the time I didn't know that many producers. I was always hitting up people who were interested in music, like yo, do you want to make some beats, yeah. etc. But now I'm in a situation, like I said, like thankfully. Uh, that I know so many producers and yeah. like I always get sent beats by so many people so I take a step back sometimes to the production I'm like okay luckily I do have some options here and there but yeah. like when I need to I still will like even just for monetary purposes like whether yeah. it's even for other people etc so just finding my way around it and Fair trying enough. to make the most of it um, out of curiosity like so honestly um, I always had like somebody in my circle who was pr- producing me and recording and stuff yeah. and it was like one fucking huge like hassle like yeah. that's gone but during COVID and stuff, I got like, you know, an equipment yeah. got Logic Pro, did that whole shebang. Yeah. And it's a fucking chore for me. It's like yeah. the biggest, like, chore. It takes out the fun for me. What, just produce, making beats? Like, because, no, I, I don't necessarily make beats because I just get a fucking, like, a random drum track and I okay. play, like, the guitar. Yeah. So I just, like, you know, record bass and guitar and vocals and stuff. So mm-hmm. the beat making is essentially, like, you know, the top layer for yeah. me. Yeah. And but that act of recording, hitting that record button, and then sort of like panning and like you know balancing the thing, it, yeah, it literally yeah, yeah. it sucks the life out of me. So like when you started, what what was that like? You know, do you have a similar experience? Or well, thing is for sure, recording instruments like live instruments is so rewarding, but at yeah. the same time, it's also more difficult because like you have yeah. to make sure it's like recorded in a in the right yeah. environment, obviously, and sound right. Like you said, like whatever it takes, like yeah. poster mixing wise, but. Yeah, just fucking, fucking need to do this. Uh, is, this is going for this. Straight for it. can. Who gives a shit? If there's vodka in here, then. Uh, like, the vodka's, the vodka's behind you. You, you want some? I'll give you some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 yeah, but like I'm, I'm generally curious. Like, when you know, I started, was it a chore or was it like something that you just? It was fun, man. Because like when I the MIDI keyboard makes it uh, a lot easier because you have yeah. those like those pads initially, just, yeah. like just hitting those pads, etc. MPC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like for me, I, I can't play any instruments on my own. Like yeah. no live instruments. So like yeah. a lot of the, like most of it is all obviously self-played melodies, but it's yeah. more. Like the fun Maybe. of it was just hitting those keys and just experimenting with melodies because yeah. then you can just play a four bar loop. That's fair. Loop it and then just put extra shit on top of it. Yeah. Like even to this day, like the drum spot is my favorite part of making a beat. Because yeah. it's like, you know, just structuring it, making getting the kick, clap, hi-hats, everything. Like yeah. that's my favorite part. And then nowadays I tend to move to like samples and stuff. Like you go online and you just find yeah. some guitar. Splice, Splice Looperman, yeah. all that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Splice is a lifesaver. Splice you find some quality yeah. stuff. So like and just finding a way to just chop it up doing like just yeah. making sound unique So yeah. like that that the fun was always there for me to be honest. Yeah, it only at a certain point It became a bit long maybe because I was like uh, I mean I'm running it's just because you have to stay in the creative zone all the time That's true. So like once you're in that zone, then it becomes fun again true. So yeah, man, like it's always been I've, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it for sure Fair enough. Since you were looking like that, Splice is like the fucking, <laughs> it's like you, you register and then you download samples, it's like Netflix, okay. and then you can just download like, oh sure, you, you, if you like type so it like claps, and then you just get that fucking, like, yeah. and oh, dude, it's so convenient, and yeah. because it's a paid subscription, technically you're already paying royalties yeah. for that, exactly. oh yeah, I've seen, yeah. oh wait, yeah, I remember this, because uh, one of the guys that I shoot video yeah. for, like, yeah. he, he uses the same thing, because it's the same problem while you're, 
not just shooting videos i mean like in the yeah. editing part of it yeah. a lot of times when you're you know shooting someone making a pizza you need like a yeah. you need like yeah, you know, yeah, all yeah. those different yeah. sound effects exactly and so, so far i've managed to get those off of youtube yeah sometimes it's just a pain in the ass cuz the quality of it on youtube isn't That's great like when you download it so um, but i can't at the moment because i don't make as much or like you know i don't have recurring gigs in a certain field yeah. i have an investor in one of them but like yo that can be such a life saver when you get it yeah like, like, extremely like when i first got it i'm like i mean cuz thing is the quality of your sound steps up as well because like obviously you can make stuff self made uh, to the best of your ability unless you're like very super talented and you have like an extremely like like wide creative spark in your brain to just mm-hmm. make crazy melodies and pick the right sounds and stuff splice just makes it that much easier cuz then you find sounds that you know sounds that you like so songs you hear like on spotify or like from your favorite artists that you know it just sounds like an actual song song you know what i mean like it just makes it sound better than blends in a lot easier it blends in a lot easier cuz in the sounds you find just sound a bit more prof- i don't want to say professional but just a bit more like yeah, well balanced <laughs> yeah you can say that yeah. yeah did you do this shit like in college or school or was this after i saw it midway through uni so, so what how like that was like it was just a, like even okay, thinking about it now it. yeah cuz this is like 2015 i was just i only started getting into hip hop like around 2012 maybe just mm-hmm. listening to it yeah. and but very mainstream stuff cuz I, like, i like the sound of it then i was like like recovery yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the time when it, like, and like well, i think yeah. when lil wayne's got a four dropped yeah as well cuz i think that was 2011 but then i had a friend who was also making uh, music at the time yeah. uh and that also influenced me to do the same well we both on the same you know path at the time then i was just writing i just saw let me just write as a hobby find these random beats yeah. and it was it's all these like really cringy lyrics like the first ever rap i can always tell you is like i'm at the club oh yeah again but like you're so it's horrible you know what i mean uh, i'm at the club fun with the bitches get no, those the bitches <laughs> oh, but it was it was horrible got to start somewhere right? exactly and then I, I, on my uh i think 19th birthday i asked my dad for a mic just one of those usb mics and stuff uh, i thought let me actually try and give it a proper go yeah and then um that's to start recording in my accommodation i only wish i knew i wanted to do this before uni cuz i studied sports management which is a whole different uh, yeah. career path for me do so you like it though do you like sports management oh i love it cuz i love sports in general i always love okay. sports uh and like i always like i was i was one of like we all were that kid like oh, i'm going to play in the premier league one day you know oh, yeah. Oh, yeah you want you want to just be a part of that process i just like, want to be part of like just in some capacity or the or yeah, the other yeah. you know i mean like just whether it's working within like the backroom staff of a club mm-hmm. an agent for a player or like an agency yeah. etc just something like that because it's basically business management integrated with sports yeah so that's what and it's one of the like it is huge industry like right now man yeah and i think i'm just a big proponent of like doing what you love doesn't matter if they're completely unrelated you yeah, know you could you could enjoy sports management you could enjoy making music on the side that's actually awesome because you're doing two things in your life that you love because like there's yeah. hundreds of people like you talk to in general they're just like and they're very you know oh fuck my life i don't really enjoy like and it's based on what they do like they spend 7 to 8 hours a day doing shit and they're yeah. just not and when they're not satisfied by it and when you engage in that conversation with them it automatically kind of depresses you yeah. like you know i i like getting into conversations it's not like i need to stay inspired all the time but it's it's nice to get into a conversation with someone and when they speak about something with some passion it makes you reconsider that okay you know what with this so much passion what this guy is talking yeah. about like what do i do what am i missing out like it's it's always helpful to have yeah. you know that sort of conversation at least like 80% of the time so yeah, yeah. i have a term 
It's called the fucking Indian marriage syndrome. <laughs> it's like they do it for the fucking last like 20 years and they're like, why the fuck did I ever do this in the first place? You know? That's the thing, man. Like, oh my God. The, yeah, I mean, so the fact that you do like sports management still like, and the amount you can network through that, even for music it's is so insane. Yeah. Like, you know, you through sports management, you're working with a club, the club needs to put out an ad, they need a song and an artist boom. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping yeah. for that still right now because I want to combine, someone, have, people have told me like, you know, try and combine both. Yeah. Because I'll be like, I mean, I'm literally, that's, I don't have to just pick between, you know, one thing or the other. But like, as a career part, like, yeah, it's just, if I do find that loophole where I can sort of connected one way or the other yeah. and just then that, that'll be blessed that, that's, that's enough for me fair enough yeah yeah like Dubai the place for Dubai uh, for sports it's very difficult uh, yeah. like obviously places like Europe UK especially when it comes to like football as you guys obviously know yeah. is obviously the hub but over here it's a bit more uh, it's a bit more complicated bro, Alali, bro. <laughs> Alali. yeah 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 but yeah <laughs> right there uh, the go go check with the boys playing and I'll shove up part enough with the pitches <laughs> like <laughs> Chilling with Omar Abdul Rahman Bro, that guy stopped being relevant like fucking 5 years ago or some shit, didn't he? He was like, supposed to go to Arsenal or something like that for <laughs> trial That was his peak, yeah. That's peak of The peak Apology. achievement yeah. was that you were mentioned in Arsenal rumours <laughs> Yeah Wait, who's this guy Chow? Do you know him? C-I-A-O He's like Chow? Yeah, Chow. I fuck? swear it's fucking good I remember his bro Like UAE on the Hillal Club oh, or yeah? something? Like C-I-A-O C-I-A-O is he good though? Dude, you got a team of the week on FIFA, that's how, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I know about it. You know you made it when you were the team of the week, bro. Yeah, that's actually big flex. That's a big 90 pace on fucking FIFA 21. 90 pace? Yeah. Oh my days. Bro, Sorry. slap him on that left leg, yeah. pair him up with big team one, that's yeah. all you need, bro. The chemistry yeah. won't be there, but... Yeah, bro, who needs chemistry? Who needs, you don't need a green line, bro. Just keep you him represent. <laughs> just keep him on the bench, bring him on in the 70th minute. Yeah. Fresh. Finish, bro. That's chemistry right. intact and then you just... Yeah, yeah exactly. From the start. Yeah. Well, then contracts are a bitch, bro. Like that's why. No, contracts are they removed to the door, right? Oh, seriously? Yeah. Seriously? Oh, like for no, contracts, years? contracts, no contracts. They have. Yeah. Sorry, the fucking uh, fitness or like whatever. Seriously? Stamina. Oh, they yeah. don't have the training. Yo, that's stamina. such a big uh, issue as well. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. bro. That used to be like a like you know back in the day, FED used to be the most consumerism kind of fucking. Yeah. The most stressful thing. Like, yeah. Bro, better fitness contract formation. Like you yeah. know, they play. FUT back in FIFA 13, yeah. you needed to get players based on formations. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if you bought like um, a John Obi Mikkel back at the time, you can only play like a 4 1. Yeah, you would have like a 4 1 2 1 2 John Obi Mikkel. Like, <laughs> like, 4 1 2 1 2 John Obi Mikkel would be more expensive than a 4 4 2 John Obi Mikkel. Like, That's so fucking It's so cool. Yeah, 4 1 2 1 2 became the most expensive formation to yeah. have in the team. <laughs> like, imagine the stress, bro. Like, just just for good old John Obi Mikkel. So you can't fucking yeah. get like a 4 4 2 and then put him on a 4 1 2 1. You can, like, that affects chemistry. But you'd have to then like buy another card that converts for Yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta buy four That's a bitch, man. Yeah, they've they've stepped up the game over there. Of course. (laughs) And but what are the what are the aspects of that? How would you see um yourself integrating sports management and music? Like how like what way would you execute that? I mean I think uh probably the way you even said like if if there's a football club that needs uh if let's say they they have an ad or something, or they wanna just make some sort of start of the season or like some build up to a game sort I of video and stuff you have I mean you can just create some like I can just create some dramatical music for that as well because to be honest that's where the money is as well with music in general when it comes right. to the whole no it's just like who you work with because I can work with artists and I can like you know produce and I can mix for them but like you're not gonna you know not everyone has big money to pay so you have yeah. to like keep your 
but with agencies and stuff and companies, uh, okay. they have the budgets depending on the size of it, especially yeah, with sure. like football teams and uh, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So they will pay in the you know like four digit figures, sometimes maybe in five, depending on the size of the company and yeah. if they really want to take me on. But you know that's how it is. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I I feel like as a thought experiment, like the uh, a good way to go about. Yeah. Something like that, just spitballing, like, you know, would yeah. be to have a song that's like kind of fucking famous already. Mm-hmm. So like when it's heard over here, people would like instantly latch on. Like there was some fresh track that, um, you know, some club was trying to demo, it would get like probably less yeah. uh, interaction than, you know, like a already yeah, popular song kind of thing. Like at the end of the day, because like, yeah, because in my position right now, I need to know someone, like I need to know someone, I need to have a yeah. connection to then make that work. Like that's how I've spoken to other people who have done that, like they have a connection. Obviously, yeah. if, I were, if I went viral, then it's more likely they'll hear me and they'll approach me. So it's yeah. just it's just about. I mean, the buy anyway is about who you know, right? It's all about the yeah. Bastille, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you know Dow Music? Dow, uh, he's a producer in Dubai. Yeah, I don't actually. Yeah. Oh, Zad, some shit. I don't know. Okay, now nah, I was just spitballing because yeah. I thought like you have like you know the producers. And stuff. I mean, I, I know a decent amount. Like I have, I am connected with like a very, very, very good amount of producers. But there's just there's yeah. so many people also in the city. Like. Yeah. Do you know this guy called Phils or something? Phils Nationals, yeah. yeah. He has like dreads and stuff. I think so, yeah. Connected yeah, with him yeah. for that whole event that I was trying to do. And, um, dude, the guy's a manager and shit, man. I was just like... Yeah, he's, he's, he's not bad at all. Like, I know his, he rolls with another dude uh, named Justin Sean. Like, I'm homies with Justin Sean and then they both, they're both like boys as well. So... This um, I'm some, like, honestly, one of my... Um, and like, my, but the thing is, I've heard your stuff on... Um, like, I played it randomly on Spotify, but in full Canada, I need to save it because... Honestly, I do like the shit that you guys put out. Like, there was a song that kind of just got stuck to my head. This guy called Vasi. Vasi, yeah. Yeah, he um, he made this track for this guy called Nomad, right? Like, I for this, uh, it's yeah, it's like a it's a page essentially. It's like a community which they just got. It was like a Nomad boot camp essentially. It was yeah. a project where they just got like artists together and they just. Uh, so who's the Filipino dude? Like this song called Tamale, Menin. which Menin. Is, Oh man, and he's crazy. Dude, bro. that song is so nice, dude. Like, like Magrino Tabula. Yeah, 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 dude, I was just like, yo, this guy just took Tabula and made it sound fucking cool. Like, <laughs> shit, fair enough. And uh, um, what, what was the like inspiration behind this? Like the. I was, see, I wasn't a part of it, yeah. but because obviously I know Vasi and uh, yeah. a few others who were part of it. It's run. It was run by, if I'm not mistaken, because I wasn't part of it. There's yeah. this producer named Ryan Baluni. He's huge okay. over here. Yeah. Um, oh, I think I've seen. Baluni, of course, Ryan. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. yeah, like they just. They just decided to get a get together, uh, create a boot camp specifically for SAE students, though. Okay. But also at the same time, getting few artists that they knew who are very like decent artists as well, mm-hmm. and just yeah. sort of create a project and just see what comes out of that boot camp. So Vasi since that's actually a fucking great idea. That's why I was very like, good idea. Yeah. Curious, yeah. Of course, you need to have Chronic Nirvana boot camp, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, right. yeah, yeah, man. Like there's a lot, there's a lot of exciting pro- projects like that yeah. here and there, here and there that come out. Obviously, where a lot of people just are doing their thing yeah. at the same time, but. So how do you commercialize what you do? Like, you know, because the biggest problem that people have is you love doing it. I love shooting. Like for me, I guess it's slightly easy in the sense that people always want a video format, like some form of video media recorded Mm. and mastered. Not like saying one is lesser or easier, but like, you know, this is a conversation I've had with Dakshir. Like when I'm editing something, it's actually, I can understand why he feels frustrated with it, like piecing music together because you can't visually see how it works. Like it's so difficult because you're just reading sound bars, right? Yeah, like especially if it's not like a, a like a four bar loop necessarily, yeah, you know. Which yeah. Is, yeah. Like I mean, I don't know how sound works. Like I'm way more into videos, but like, yeah. how do you commercialize something like that? Like it's it's difficult, isn't it? Like how many people come up to go like I have an audio requirement? Like is that common prevalent at all? I, I got a request for that. Like, yeah. Um, 
like people want to like rebrand their fucking company you know they want a fucking song on when the phone e- everyone you, needs everyone needs audio for advertising oh, oh, that yeah, okay. yeah. everyone needs something audio versus yeah. it just like i said depends on who you know if you're lucky if yeah. you're in the right place at the right time of course as well yeah. and obviously if your stuff is like if it sounds like sonically appealing and it's of a specific quality then it, it makes it easier as well so like i feel like a lot of companies like i feel like in dubai it's taken a while to reach this point yeah. but like a fucking bunch of companies are like sort of rebranding and fucking getting like their own fucking theme song kind of thing yeah. you know like all these fucking airplanes and shit like they used to fucking have um shit i'm swearing too much again <laughs> i promised him i wouldn't I'll just <laughs> but, <take it> <laughs> But in airplanes and stuff, they like you know before Emirates just used to play like random songs. But then they had like somebody come and made uh, like a proprietary t- tune. Oh yeah. Now Cathay Pacific, British Airways, everyone's going down the same road, and um, yeah. So like I feel like many companies in Dubai now are like sort of you know waking up and they're like, yeah, we need uh, we need something cool yeah. to stand out. I mean, it's also difficult because like obviously there are certain uh, producers, artists, composers yeah. in the city who like are go-to for a lot of companies, right? Because like they're probably yeah. more established. They've been doing it. They have all the connections yeah. in the world, so they'll be the first ones to go to. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I generally put so much more emphasis on like who you know, because if you do know someone in there, yeah. that opens the doors for you. Because then if they, I mean, because then if if they know they're spending a certain amount on you know sound requirement and they have choices they're obviously going to go to one that they feel more comfortable with right so like it's all about like just that one door that needs to be opened like you just need to find out one company that one person who gets you in and then that just opens a whole round of possibilities yeah for sure 100% and now so far you you're talking about how you mix and master music for like local artists and all like you know they be now the whole thing to studio elaborate on that like it's not like a soundproof thing is it like it's not like some people get uh, surprised about that and obviously like when it comes to mixing and mastering everyone has their own takes on it everyone has mm-hmm. like if to an engineer if i played like if you're going if you play a song to any engineer like engineer to engineer you you're never going to get like oh this is perfect you know everyone's going to have some sort of feedback about it of course, whether yeah. you're like whether it's like a engineer who just started whether it's someone more established you everyone's going to have something to say yeah, that everything's, like everything's a, a work in progress everything is subjective also yeah and not everyone like i mean obviously i'm not going to sit here and be like my like i mix it to like the highest professional standard mm-hmm. i do my best like obviously it's all self taught as it is for most people over here mm-hmm. some people do it better than others but the thing is it's like Yeah I mean like it's just how you like obviously the equipment I have is of decent equipment to cover the whole soundproofing area and my room is not too uh you know big either and stuff it's like a decent size as well like there's not I mean how do you make sure that there's no disturbance while you record as long as I'm as well as I'm listening to it with the feedback and stuff like obviously there's no AC on and like I don't get too much background noise in the back you yeah. just record the noise gate etc like as I could sound so amateur to a lot of people like I said some engineers would be like what the hell is this guy talking mm. about but so far so yeah. good I've not encountered any issues yeah, yeah, with like anyone like in post you can always uh, yeah I've not I've never encountered how any that, how does that how is it different for you when you record like do you do the same thing or like how I do you do like I'm vastly inexperienced uh, in in recording my own shit and I don't know if you use a dynamic or a condenser Oh, okay, that's an answer. Yeah, like for me, I pick up like the most random things, you know, like freaking downstairs. Like my dog goes and like mm. jumps over something, and then it picks up. But uh, I try to record like really late at night. That's why my hours are so messed up. So yeah. like pff, three to six is like ideal because it's yeah, like yeah, pin yeah. drop. You know, everyone's dead. 
Because sometimes, like, with, it depends on the mic. Because, like, I have a Rode NT1A, which is yeah. meant to be one of the quietest mics in the, yeah. in the world. What do you mean by quietest? Like, it doesn't pick up as much. No, oh, is it all those so the mic alone, be, like super close to the mic, only then it like not super close, out. but like obviously yeah. the mic will come with like I mean the mics here, the pop filters here, just be close to the pop filter because you yeah. always have to have like a distance like this, let's say for example, which is ideal to the mic. Yeah. If you're any closer, you might it might clip. Yeah. It's it sounds a bit too distorted, so there's oh, all this. Yeah, I've seen people do this. I never knew. I was like, "What's up, Yeah, yeah. If they have to, if you have to set up your pop filter all the time, then you do this. Otherwise, mine's already at a certain. Like oh, you okay. just have to stay in front of the pop filter and it, it does the job. Nice. Uh, do you have like the sort of soundproofing around the mic? Like I have like one of those uh, screen, yeah. like those screens in the back, I yeah. But I it doesn't. What they called. Yeah, I'm yeah. struggling as well. I just bought it recently. I should yeah. know this to be honest. But yeah. like the rest of my my setup is just yeah the mic. Yeah. I have two monitor speakers. Mm-hmm. We need and then I have obviously the interface that connects the mic to the laptop and then I'm just a little mini keyboard then the tacky LED lights to carry it up. Nothing. Yeah. I mean. You know, <laughs> you know, you should actually look into making videos on this. Like, you know, when you're recording, right? And it's just great social media content because I'm like big behind social media because I think it's such a great platform to just grow. Like, even if it's TikTok or whatnot. Because like, there's so many people like me that are actually be fantasized by like, oh, look, this is what they're doing. And if you kind of explain the functionality of each of these things, right? Not that I would ever use any of that because I'm a video guy, right? Yeah. But at the back of my head, I'd be like, oh, cool. Like, tomorrow, if I want to do this, you I know, know the what I need. And, you, do, yeah. you know, yeah. not that I, I don't see myself getting into audio for the life of me. But like, if someone yeah. goes like, yo, Nikhil, like, we need to set up a studio. And like, can you help out, tell us what I've done? Be like, oh, remember, I saw this video and saw this whatever TikTok of how this guy, you know, set up his studio. Like, it's yeah. a great way to like, even, you know, 100%. just share. And I also think that's because I'm just curious about fucking 90% of things. <laughs> so like, any, anytime someone has a cool setup with anything, it could be a gaming setup, it could be a an audio setup, I'd be like, wow. Of so course. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that shit does bang, cause like, I mean, like, we, when I was setting up my equipment, I'm only looking for like audio setup tutorials as well because that should yeah. just get views at the end of the day. But like, like you said, it's all it's all about the content as well that you put. Yeah, out. no, no, it doesn't have to be a tutorial, dude. It could yeah, just it be, be like it could just be like, hey, I'm Varun, and this is this is the kind of shit that I have. You know the like, funniest thing you said that because like my entire whole thing why I got into podcasts and like you know the first place was because I used to work at this studio like okay. my friend's fuck he had a closet okay and, <laughs> with like a full recording equipment and I thought it was the coolest setup ever. And I was like, we should just document this, you know, just making music in this setup. Yeah. And I guess it kind of encapsulates yeah. that. We should do like a round two in like, you know, other of our houses, like, you know, just in... Yeah, man. Four great yeah, and it could just be a video, stuff. man. Like, do- and yeah. it's one of those things, when you talk about documenting, it's yeah. something that I've been trying to do because yeah. um, when you watch a lot of Gary Vee, right? One of the biggest things he preaches is that document over create. It's still mm. content. Like, because mm. at the end of the day, we're all our own micro media company where we're putting out our own shit. We all have a digital brand, whether we like it or not. You can you can either propagate it or you can do decal about it. But it's there. That's right? how, yeah, exactly. And and like, we have to be seen as, like, you always have to remember that, like, uh, your brand, if you're doing anything creative as well at the end of the day. And, like, the documenting part, I feel like, whether it's even like you said, like I feel like a lot of people have been talking about this recently. This has been a discussion that's been coming up in certain conversations for me. But the best, let's say, the best sort of uh, process to document these days is like an actual studio session. Like you know, just seeing how people are also recording with that equipment, yeah. right? So like, mm-hmm. if I had a, like, I want to do that, like, uh, like so bad because yeah, that's, that's literally what I was like. You know, yeah, the, uh, I, I'm so fascinated by that. You know, you always want to like, see how like the song is made, like yeah. just like how did they come up with that stuff? Like, yeah, 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 like yeah. you see, like I'll go back and I'll see Travis Scott yeah. making a song, like he's just writing like two five seconds of him writing something, yeah. and then he's just recording it, and then yeah. how the, yeah that process is actually, and then you show the 
the end result for like yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. like yeah. Exactly. seconds yeah a really good example of this is like there was this guy on youtube i was like learning how to mix and master yeah. and this guy sort of broke down uh, billy alish's mix for like bad guy or something it could be finesse uh, i think finesse yeah. of finesse, course yeah. yeah yeah just billy alish yeah <laughs> but um so this guy had got the the actual stems from finesse and so he had the logic files and he was like going through he's like oh look she did uh, three takes in this he like you know this is what they did it was very basic you know they had the sense and he broke it down and like it was all awesome. you know what's, what's funny with uh, yeah. one of logic pros new updates that came out last yeah, year the sampler they, huh the sampler the sampler was yeah. there but they have a they literally have a preset of a billy eilish song i think it's angel eyes oh, and you open yeah. it that's made by phineas specifically I think that might have been that could have been it yeah. because they're like i open that and literally yeah. you have just the template right there of exactly yeah. how billy eilish's vocals are mixed yeah you see like 10 12 15 different like vocal like i mean different yeah. um what's the word guides tutorials no no no, no, no just no, like, like the amount of recording she's taken like oh, oh there's okay, a main okay, vocal yes. and then all her backup vocals oh, like there's 10 15 yeah. of them oh yeah and then that all just comes together and, and just you know yeah and like literally all the takes that she did like you know the stuff that wasn't oh. selected as well uh was like in the video that i saw it was like you know didn't get to do this audience so salute salute thing recording yeah fucking noise and um no so drink responsibly kids <laughs> we want to put a little disclaimer or not <laughs> but um because of the editing over here which I'll probably cut to but um the whole thing about documenting is that yeah I'm a stickler for production because yeah. um I'm so used to being behind that camera I'm used to editing things and making sure they go a little seamlessly right yeah. versus a lot of people when you document you don't care about those things you know it's yeah. just there and you put it out it's yeah, still a piece of content <laughs> it's yeah. still a piece of content and i'm just trying to sh- wrap my head around the fact that you don't have to be a perfectionist like the video doesn't always have to be top quality and you know speed versus quality you know you put in you put more things out over the way they actually look and i mean you doing the same or even you while you're recording and just going like a bts like this is what's kind of happening yeah. is actually like a great way to engage people as well like people get more That's curious true. like oh fuck cool this guy is doing that and then um if you have like five pieces of video out mm. with with your entire process where you're recording and then showing people that sample at the end of 15 seconds yeah and in that 15 seconds if people get captured and then you you know you're converting more people to come and listen to your shit and yeah, but that's will find me on spotify here 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 or like yeah. you know this is the name of the song and you know it's 100% a good idea it is 100% how you market yourself in yeah. ev- in any way possible especially for musicians cuz like do you see like some musicians i'm sure you all like seen the follow like they'll release a song it's just a cover art new song out go check it out yeah how are you going to drive engagement and that you know what i mean like obviously all of us did it i used to do it yeah. but there's always like even that one little promotion post to do something or even just like you said like If you have something to back it up, like how the song was made, like either mm-hmm. just right before or after, it always helps. Like it's about how the, the content you put out. Videos, man. Videos are a game changer. Like mm. you know, people's attention to videos is, is just so much more than yeah. uh, audio at this point. I mean, just static pictures. One hundred percent, man. Like videos, like I'm sure you all, like I'm pretty sure you all can like literally name uh, an example at the top of your head right now. But there's so many songs where the video makes that song ten times better. Sicko Moon. <laughs> Sicko Moon. Yeah. For Love Me Go, yeah. Dude, I the first time I saw that video, um so I told myself this, I I obviously listened to it when it came out. And it was in Dubai at the time, and my friends like, "Yo, the video for this is trip." I told myself for an entire year, I'm not going to watch that music video till <laughs> I'm high. Bro, I went and watched that shit high and my mind was Whoa. blown, bro. It's Whoa, one of my man. favorite things to watch in my life. Like I'll watch yeah. it again and again. And that video yeah. is this you know one of the best videos that i've ever seen absolutely like bro. it's so yeah. fucking arbitrary but like it's so amazing at the same of time of course like if the, the whole process just comes together as well like cuz yeah 
Man, like, because obviously over here there's a problem with like, obviously people will focus a lot more on the music. But yeah. again, it's also the same way like when it comes to producers, like, or if you have someone in your circle who can do this and that. Yeah. If you know a videographer, editor who can make that kind of level of, you know. That's so difficult though. That's why so you need difficult. like a full studio power to do oh, that kind of shit. Of course. Shape, you know? so that, yeah. that, that is an issue. Like, there's a lot of like, not many people, especially in the region, have access to people like that. Like, everyone oh. has cameras, everyone has like, you can still come up with really good music videos here. But you can't come up with that level yet. But not that you need that level yet. Depending, but, yeah. yeah, it's just like a benchmark that you kind yeah. of aspire to yeah, reach yeah. at most times. But but like so, there's this guy Jeremy Lynch. I don't of know. Of course, after yeah. The, yeah, yeah. So like that guy's Instagram. He posts like the stuff that he posts on TikTok. And dude, his video editing is actually really sick. You know, I would say that it's like at that level. And he's probably just doing it, you know, by himself, right? Mm-hmm. Him and Billy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, not even. No, it's just him on his own. Too, just him on his own, like you know, his TikTok. He popped like this video of like some Thor shit and his animation's insane man. Like, the he's got, thing like, is he could even he could even be hiring an editor as well because a lot of these UK true. YouTubers yeah. edit, like hire like all like yeah. sidemen and stuff like that. They have like uh, they have people yeah. doing it, you know. Yeah. It's so much easier yeah. when you have someone doing it for you. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Jeremy did do it himself as well, because these yeah. guys obviously started that way. So yeah. we have like an understanding of editing and what no, and like it's just, it's not like a big, it's just a TikTok, right? Yeah, so like, exactly. I don't know how much effort, you know. That's true, yeah. Anything. You never know. Swash tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <Sometimes>. <laughs> no, for sure, man. Like, um, but so I'm saying like, it's not impossible to like have that person in the circle, but like, I don't feel like people are that incentivized yet. Or like, it's. Because, it's, yeah, it's just about the quality as well. Like, I mean, it's marketing, yeah. quality, everything. But the quality is the number one thing. I always tell yeah. this to people like, you know, just don't, like, it's so cliche work hard don't settle because at the end of the day like you can obviously listen to a song from mm-hmm. someone you know mm-hmm, yeah. and then you'll be like okay this is sick you try to play it to another friend like it won't reach because people don't understand like especially normal consumers mm-hmm. like not many people pay attention to like oh is it how well mixed is it and stuff you just listen to it if it sounds good it sounds good but if it doesn't sound very mixed you won't be able to tell ah the mixing is off not everyone can yeah. But they'll tell that something is off and it'll put them off. So yeah. that's always that that is lacking. Like they are a few artists doing their thing at a good level, but there's it that, that quality in the music as well lacks a lot. Like you I've, I've started to at least try to develop a year for it. Because when I listen to a song, let's say, from a local artist over here and it's uh, and it has just it's just something missing about it. You know, it's not it doesn't sound bright enough, it doesn't sound like yeah. you know, you if you put on a Drake song and then the, this one pops off the next like next, next one shuffle it's gonna sound softer it doesn't sound as bright it's a bit more like you know there's so so many de- um, details that a lot of people don't I, f- I in my personal opinion pay attention to yeah. that can go like obviously that's I mean that takes time you also need someone to do that for you because it's not easy to also replicate those kind of sounds but at the same time and like also like where you're listening like to that track where you're listening to difference. it on makes such a big difference exactly. it's actually insane it, it probably, it's probably easier you that someone will if you listen to it on the phone yeah. you wouldn't really necessarily pay attention to that because yeah. it won't come off and as plus, strongly like, the phone is like usually like more treble heavy or like yeah. some phones is more bass heavy so it sounds like completely like fucking scooby yeah. weird like. you'll be able to tell in the car like sometimes yeah. I'll play something in the car and then I'll, I'll I myself would be like oh yeah. shit there's something off with this yeah. actually like you know what I mean so and like when you're like using studio headphones or something it sounds fine mm-hmm. um, do you guys have like, a, like what's your favorite part of the process like for each one of you there's a like for you you do mixing and mastering you prefer playing more than like mixing yeah, and mastering right? playing live that's the I, that's the thing that's a difficult question actually to be fair though Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> caught it, but like fucking avoided it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the process of just what making the song. Oh, like what's your uh, favorite part of music? Like you know, the, the, oh. because you said you do mixing and mastering, you also you produce, you make your own beats. 
then I mean uh, paint a picture for me which is mixing and mastering does that include you making beats as well or is that a separate thing? no that's a separate thing but then you also have to mix and master the beats as well it's basically like if I if I was to layer the drums on top of it mm-hmm. that's just the standard stuff then you have to find then you have to find out how to make those drums hit like you know like how to really like smack mm-hmm. and then like even with the melody you get like you said like when you play live instruments yeah. you have to cut off a lot of certain frequencies low end frequencies yeah. add some extra stuff to it just make it sound like you know cool yeah. and stuff so like that's the mixing and mastering process of the instrumentals that's something I'm not necessarily like I'm still developing a lot I'm much better at vocal mixing than I am with instrumental which I'm getting mm-hmm. better at but at the yeah. same time I know like even to this date I still send like some of my songs to people who can really really bring out yeah. the best quality of my instrumentals and I just take yeah. care of my vocals for now mm-hmm. and what about the whole like write because so you mix and master you produce beats then you write and then you rap as well right yeah I mean it usually it always starts with like um, either I'll make a beat and then the way my process is I don't get the lyrics first I'll get the flow first yeah so I'll I'll hear the beat and then I'll have ideas so I'll just go on yeah. the, the mic and I'll just go like like I'll just freestyle yeah. the melody or the flow yeah because that's the main thing you want to make something that's catchy you want to make something that people listen to you want to make something that so that's what I write words what, around the yeah exactly yeah. like sometimes it doesn't always work like that it depends like yeah. if I have like a beat that requires a lot more lyricism yeah. it'll start with the lyrics first and then the flow will come from there but the yeah. love I, I, I don't focus too much on one thing I just focus on making good music yeah. Okay. without the same without obviously I don't want to like um, what's the word like neglect the writing process and making yeah. like you know coming up with decent quality lyrics again that's also still something that a lot of people are still learning that's something I'm still like constantly trying to improve on a lot mm-hmm. because like I know my like strengths to a certain point I know my weaknesses also to a certain point obviously someone else could listen to my music and tell me yeah. like this should be improved that could be improved and I take it as good feedback yeah. that's how we all have to and plus there's no like hard and fast rule right it's like, no, like whatever works if it's, if it's constructive uh, criticism I welcome that I, I love that like you need yeah. everyone needs it like and yeah. a lot of people are sh- like they shy away from it like someone will yeah. send me a song and be like I don't like this, but I feel like you could do this, and they'd be like, "Oh, fuck you!" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who are you? Who, yeah. who are you to tell me shit? Like, I mean, I'm trying to help you, fam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's the point of you trying to do this? So, you from both of you, right? Because yeah. both of you, you guys are the music guys here, right? Yeah. So, what from the time that you started, right? What do you see as the thing that you've probably improved on the most? And right now, what are the things that you've? We'll start with that. Like, what is the thing that you've like improved on the most from when you started? Um, production and uh, singing especially because like I feel like my rapping like I, I feel I, I mean I, I pride myself on having like a decent delivery cadence and just like performance I know I can still like I want to have a bit more complexity in my lyrics because at the moment right now it's still like you know there's some songs where I'm like whoa I just came up with that like this, this, uh, that's a hard punchline like I'll gas myself yeah. up but there's sometimes where it's like I could actually do better. Sorry, I could actually do better with uh, this song, etc. Yeah. But I've always tried to sing. I've always tried to like. I want to do melodic stuff as well. I don't want to just limit myself. While using obviously, I use modulation auto tune. Mm-hmm. But I don't want uh, the auto. I don't want to rely on the auto tune that heavy. I want to also match that pitch as much as possible. So I've yeah. like tried to develop that as much as possible. And I feel like that's improved a lot because be- before, like, I was always very monotonous. I was also very like. Uh, like very you know like uh, I wouldn't express my full voice but now like I'll just go all out without really thinking twice about it like yeah how do you improve on that just like practice 
Yeah, just practice. The more you like, the more I listen to, the more I try to replicate from another artist, and the more I like, the more you just do it. Basically, essentially, then I'll sort of be comfortable with how I'm singing, also, and sort of that yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Um, now, like, I think like with with producing, it sort of like opened a different perspective, right? Because I was always playing with the band, or like, yeah. um, it was very dominant on like the live thing. So yeah. it was like I'd have like the guitar first, and then the lyrics or whatever. Um, but like after like recording this fascinating thing started happening where like you know if I like hear something I'm like okay it's like the possibilities for what can be added on top of that have like seemed to widen so I guess in that in that sense my perspective is sort of better so like you know I hear something and I'm like okay that could sound good but like a cello part yeah you know and I would have never thought like that like maybe like a year ago so very thankful for that like of course man and like even in playing live music, I made this very strong case in like my allocation. I was like, you need to know production, like um, you know. That's true, like, especially like even with production, I feel like the other thing I've also improved on is sound selection. That's yeah. something that a lot of people like. Sound you, song, sound selection. So yeah. it's like you know the specific instruments you pick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those also have to be on point because you can have like the basic pattern. You can sound like or like. Those like snares have to be the right snares pick because you can be you can have a beat pack yeah. and a, sam- a sample pack and you can choose from like 10, 15, 20 different those specific snares, instruments, yeah. you know what I mean? And so that has to be on point and has to match the vibe of the song. Obviously that yeah. takes time development. Sometimes it sounds good, sometimes it doesn't from different people, but like that's something that is so important also. That that's something I struggle like, with actually. Because they're mm-hmm. all like, I mean, right now they mostly sound the same, but like I do understand the difference. But yeah, I feel... I, it's, it must be a hard thing to like sort of get a year you know like yes that's good of course that's like, I think like you know bouncing off and criticism one practice I would say that is for any producer for you for anyone yeah. like that why I used to do I used to try and replicate you know all these YouTube beats you hear yeah so like if I hear a beat I really like I'm like oh shit this is hard but I don't want to pay for it yeah. but I'll try and let's say replicate the beat pattern of it so I'll yeah. try and replicate the same drums I'll pick a sound that sounds exactly similar to that then you get you just develop an ear for it then from there it's like okay this sounded good over here and then again it just depends on how much music you listen to like uh, then you listen to the sounds there like I pay very detailed uh, attention to all the music I listen to in every sort of aspect as well like I try and listen to every instrument that's in there any subtle change and then I just sort of replicate that in my music fair enough that's actually a really good exercise Yeah. yeah do you guys have a particular Concern with say accents when you do because oh. especially with, with with rap like I don't know why because like when you talked about the Shilla guys earlier right yeah now they they're DC guys so when when you DC rap like okay you take me for example right for whatever reason like you study in the UK study in the UK you can you have like you can bring out a little bit of a drawl which isn't fake it's just more like you know you're used to it you're used to communicating in that certain fashion right yeah. which is in the case with me like. When I'm, if I ever was to rap to a song, I'm going to sound like this. You yeah. Know how fucked up that is. Like yeah. rapping in English with this accent. No, mostly because people aren't used to it. People aren't used to you, you know, rapping in Indian English. Dude, I, uh, yeah, I understand, like, you know, that perspective. But, like, I have a friend who, who's, like, lived in Chennai all his life. Fucking, you know. This is yeah. Purpose? How, yeah. How sick is it? Purpose, yeah. Yo, that guy, yeah, honestly, there is a little bit of a thing. Because yeah. people like us might... Vibe. Listen to it because yeah. we like music. Like you could yeah. sound like this as long as you deliver a good product at the end of the day. Like mm-hmm. that guy, he his songs have strength. It's got some substance to it, right? Yeah. Like the lyrics are good, the beats are good, yeah. and it doesn't matter if 
you know, for maybe 30 seconds of that song, he sounds really desi, and then for that other 30 seconds, he kind of has another drawl, like an accent drawl to it. Yeah. I like it because I like the fact that someone's creating something and this person isn't super fucking big and it's honestly more meaningful than other commercial shit I've listened to. Yeah. But like how does this affect you when you you know when you rap? Like do you have I have a big smile on my face and I know there's a few people expecting wanting to see what I say. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is my biggest pet peeve. My biggest pet peeve in music right now. Yeah. So okay. you open up a can of worms right now, I'll tell you right <laughs> now. Like this is something I tell everybody uh-huh. and it's yeah. something I also like preach against like for me like the way and my accent like I was lucky like I went to an IB school I've been around like so it's also naturally the way I speak and also ended up developing the way I speak like I'm not yeah. too strong in that way but even in like when I deliver my verses or when I'm recording it's not like I don't stress on it it's I just deliver it naturally okay. but yeah the whole Desi accent thing when you if your accent is really strong and you, and you like that's a big turn off for me straight away. Okay. And I always tell people like try and work too strong on it. as in like too desi or like too Anything. It could be anything if you're acting like obviously at the end of the day I'm not I wouldn't tell someone just fake an accent. Try uh-huh. like and just, you know, put on some fake accent. Like obviously yeah. if it's you know, if that's from where you're from, it's where you're from. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. If you can find a way around it, you can find a way around it. But if you're making if you're trying to make mainstream sounding music, like especially in hip hop and rap, mm-hmm. and you're using a very strong accent, like Okay, some people might like it. I'm not saying like it's shit entirely. Obviously, yeah. maybe it's, it'll be where he's from. People will relate to it a bit more. They'll probably like but it. It's, but it does kind of limit you. It niche. limits you a lot. And I'll give, tell yeah. you a secret. I might get in trouble for this. I don't know. But like even radio play. Yeah. They won't, especially over here. I won't name names. But like even in, in other places, they won't accept you. A, if you're not on the charts. And B, even if you're not. You have to sound the part. You have to sound like if you yeah. want to be mainstream, if you want to push your music to that, like you know, Billboard level, you have to sound that part. And that's true. Yeah, and, and if, if there is a little, if there is a little bit of accent uh, involved, they won't they won't even look at it. They'll they'll be like, I can look at another song that sounds like you know that belongs. That sounds somewhere. way more relatable to like other people because this shit has happened with Zishan. Like, cause when I li- when I speak to Zishan, he actually sounds completely different than the way he mm-hmm. does when you listen to his music. I've had to put his accent in check a lot. I've had to like put him in, like keep him in check, cause sometimes yeah. his mistake is W so for V sometimes and ah, okay, yeah, And you yeah. have like I always tell him like, and he knows this over like yeah. you ha- I and his accent has been it's got a little better. Like it sounds more natural on the track. Uh huh. Because obviously it's about like fixing the accent and something yeah. natural with it. Mm-hmm. Now I always told him and he's got better with it, but there's still obviously a few things here and there, cause. Then it affects the way you deliver. It affects the way you perform. Yeah. Because then you're you're thinking about one thing. And then exactly. Because exactly. you're, you're actively like you know it's the same thing when I did karaoke in the US, right? Obviously, if I sing a song like on karaoke or whatever, it's not. I'm not gonna you know be like in the end it doesn't even yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that. But like yeah. you know, uh, if I was to naturally say something, right? Yeah. I'm gonna say it the way I do right now. Unless I've lived somewhere else for a while where I've had to internally modify the way I speak yeah. to, you know, kind of convey my message or whatever I say to others. Like if you live in the UK long enough and I lived in the US for like two years, my accent did change. Like if I show you a video of the way I spoke, you know, really? uh, four years ago, yeah. right? Yeah. It's completely different. Oh wow. Yeah, because I mean it's not okay. It's not too bad, like, I didn't go like, hey, my name's Nikhil, it's nice to meet you. Like, uh, uh, that's not how I spoke, but yeah, like... You didn't fucking change genders, like... <laughs> 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 no, like, no, 
not not going to take any names, but like there's a friend, there's a guy from our school, right? He, yeah. he went to the same uh, uni as I did, yeah. and this dude. <laughs> and here's the thing: I saw a lot of kids from Bombay here. Like I understand changing your accent to the point where, look, if you sound the same to me and to others, no problem. Right, I have absolutely no problem with you changing your accent. Where it's one, like it, you, you talk the same way to others, right? Mm-hmm. There was a guy who'd be like, "Are you Sunna?" You know, this guy was just sitting here in the toilet, and then hey, <laughs> <laughs> and then just be like, "Like, yeah, I'm totally going to the class." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, "Ha, bro, I'm going to class." Bro, <laughs> it's crazy. You know, I do that as well. Like, I've, I consider myself a chame- chameleon sometimes because whenever my UK friends, I'm like, "Oh, what are you saying, cuz yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah, no, like, I'm just gonna like agree with like yeah. But to a bigger like, part, this guy's been there. But yeah. to a good extent, like it doesn't horribly change. Like you know, no. like for example, when he when he talks to me, unless he's making a point that is super, he'll be like, "Damn, matcha." Like huh. unless it's that, like I don't really see much of a difference in the way he yeah. talks to me and the way. He, if he speak to one of his friends while playing COD, right? Of course, there's a slight difference, there's but like difference. it's not something that's you know uh, c- completely yeah. out of the world. But like you know, there's some yeah. people who just yeah. fucking go from zero. Oh to yeah, hundred. that's yeah. you can tell like that's just a bit. Yeah, and it's not bad. Like you can't blame them, right? Because yeah. you're you're adapting the way you communicate so that others can understand you or comprehend you better. Yeah. But the the fact is that especially when you're singing, right? If you're used to a certain thing, it's so difficult. Like my friend. You know, I wrote something once. I was like, okay, this would sound pretty sick, and then I recorded myself trying to rap to it, right? Oh my god, it sounded so fucked. If I didn't, yeah. if I didn't have some degree of yeah. Western accent to it in yeah. some way, and I don't know why that is. I don't know why it is. I don't know why people okay. are so. I I, I think I have two like perspectives, right? One one thing, like you know, uh, if you sing like in the end, like you know, yeah. Um, but like that's like identifying with the words more than a sound. Mm. Like you know, I feel like many people, like especially like singers, vocalists, like listen to a sound and then they replicate that sound. Like they don't think, they don't think about, about the, the fucking yeah. uh, accent mm-hmm. as much. Um, you know, and I feel like that's like very widespread. So you can make whatever fucking sound you want. Yeah. Like, you know, with some practice. And the second thing is like why that is like you know why. Um, you know, people like want to identify with something else. Is where you are, man. Like you know, if you were like in the UK, the same thing, and you wrote that rap, like because of where you are, you will know exactly how to make it sound. You know, right over here, like the situation around you is sort of uh, not completely different. Yeah, and so like emulating something that you're not a part of is exactly. even harder. You can see, be you seen know? as like a culture vulture as well. But I, yeah. what I always encourage people, like especially like let's say let's just take Desi rap for. Example, like let's yeah. just take Indian rappers. If they have a very strong accent, like I'm not, it doesn't sound amazing, right? Yeah. But I always encourage them just rap in Hindi. Just do yeah. like obviously exactly. You know, if you, anyway, yeah. like your accent will more cater or like to be that audience. to that audience. So don't try and stress it in English. Obviously, yeah. I get that you're listening. You're probably listening to J Cole. You're listening to Drake. You're listening to like mm-hmm. American rappers. You want to do that. Like you're not always. Don't do something that you're not like. You know. Yeah, just do be comfortable. Like don't force it. Find exactly. your lane. Be comfortable yeah. in it. Don't like try and force it. Exactly. That's the thing. Like I, I'd rather listen to you if you're in Hindi, speaking in Hindi. Like that's not necessarily my vibe. But at the same time, it'll sound it more natural. Right, uh, it's it natural. It's right, you're right. not forcing it. Yeah. It'll. It's. It's coming from like you know what I mean. So I always encourage that, like from anywhere when, to where someone's from. But if you have the accent you develop, you can deliver it at a decent, um, you know, level. Then fair enough, do it. Like, and what is the accent, anyways, man? Like you exactly. go live somewhere for there like is no, six months. There is no like, set accent here. Yeah, like yeah, I just focus on like not trying to enunciate certain words. Like yeah, um, like just 
uh, the way I, I pronounce certain words would be like a bit more uh, uh, relaxed than others like I wouldn't like put too much emphasis on it and just sort of yeah. go with the flow that way like I don't yeah. think about it too much I just see how it comes out it comes out naturally so far because yeah. like, the more the longer you do it the more you develop it uh, yeah. like the way yeah, you, like you be yeah. how you want it to sound yeah of course so for sure like you know if with what you've done so far what's next for Harun what do you do next for Prince VA yeah well, what what's next for Harun I, I don't know but for Prince VA <laughs> yeah. there's uh, I mean I, I'm, I'm again the struggles of visuals uh, I'm getting a video record like done in the next couple of weeks with this uh, guy shout out Akira Kyle he's my videographer for this uh, and then obviously there'll be other projects involved uh, along the process but for now I have a single ready which I'm hoping to be like this big hype single and I want yeah. like really good visuals for it just to re-emerge my, yeah. my image because I dropped last I dropped in what November I think which is an EP 5 track EP with this other mm -hmm. producer Control yeah. Um, and uh, yeah so that's the first thing otherwise it's just I was just sitting and planning this like the other day like I have like this year potentially I could be releasing 20 songs mm -hmm. because that's how much is in the works in the pipeline yeah. in the pipeline and there will be more it's only February mm -hmm. so like that's just stuff that I've been working on the last yeah. three months so it's just about what I'm gonna release when I'm gonna release it it's just but the good thing is just like creating that con content from the start and then planning it later so at the moment that's what I'm doing but for now this one single that I have in the pipeline is the one that Sick. is probably going to come out hopefully in a month inshallah thanks man all yeah. the best yeah that sounds fucking yeah. sick and um, to be very honest like this is one thing that I haven't stressed on enough which is that every time we do this podcast you know we do it with people who are kind of receptive to have other people reach out to them so like if you're someone who's even thinking about considering you know, to get into music in any form, like it, you know, if, if you want to start playing live music or whatever, Dakshay and Varun, both of them, like you know, they're both guys who, okay, face it, like okay, this guy might not be the biggest rapper, like he might not be the biggest guitarist, other, but both of them have you know started and progressed on this journey for you know years in the making right now, like you know you've been doing this for years, three right? years, the, you've been six, playing guitar six for six like, years, geez. yeah, like fucking you've been playing guitar for what, yes. like God knows how long, yeah. and you've been at it for so long, and if you guys ever need someone to just not. You know, just approach and kind of get a pointer as to, you know, hey, I want to start this. Uh, how do I do it? Oh, Critical criticism, bro. Like, you know, we can just like, exactly. Yeah, and if you want someone to look at your shit and just go like, yeah, that's trash, but that needs to change. Or this is good and this yeah. is what you need to improve on. I'm always uh, open to it as well. Like, I'm sure yeah. you are as well, 100%. Like, yeah. I don't get people with like certain egos as well. That's another yeah. thing. I they don't reach like, out. I'm just yeah. like, you know, when you look at this world and you see the fact that there's so many people who themselves are the biggest resource into, you know, yeah. probably giving you an idea as to how to do things. Cause like you've done shit over a span of like three to five years. Yeah. And at this point you've kind of figured out what may work and what might not work in Dubai. And when people tap into that resource, they tap into those years of experience. Like, you know, and that's one thing that I've kind of pledged the podcast to, which is, you know, get people on board where you can absorb from that and try and, you know, shave away some of the things that you don't necessarily have to go through, you yeah. know, yeah. of course, Everything's an experience. Every, people have to go through certain shit themselves, find out what works and doesn't work. But, yeah. you know, I really urge anyone over here who's watching, who's even considering music, or even if you want to make videos and like, you know, uh, partner up with someone like either one of these yeah. guys, including me, yeah. right? you guys want to shoot shit, um, you know, definite call. I haven't done this in a while, but like if anyone is down, that's the essence of, of Chronic Nirvana. Okay. Um, so yeah, man, I'm pretty sure we'd all be down. Uh, any 
anything that you've uh, I mean you did say you released something in November anything that you've dropped recently that you want to guide these guys to any any music any anything you've produced for someone recently um yeah I mean I'm producing like a lot of uh, there's this artist name well there's a lot of artists I'm working with right now mm-hmm. I'm working with another artist named Lord Sirish um, who's also like I think he's, he's from Chennai mm-hmm. and he's also like he's been making music for a bit of a while now so like I started to mix and master his music on a regular and I've just produced his upcoming single which should be coming on the couple I mean, let's see, I don't know whenever he decides to drop it mm-hmm. but there's that obviously this guy's Exishan and there's a lot of there's a lot of exciting collaborations that I have you know based on people like uh, at this point like obviously I don't want to like you know toot like a horn or something like that but like I, I look for artists who with quality you know like if I was to work with them like if you're giving me a good song I don't care who you are. If it sounds good to me, mm-hmm. if it's in in every way, or if I feel like there's potential, I can feel like, okay, you know what? I like the song. I'm happy to do it. If you can just fix this and that, I'll do it. Halos. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care who it is. Like if it sounds good, it sounds. I think good. it's about also about like as long as someone shows interest in like you know even if some I feel like correct me if I'm wrong, but if someone comes and gives you something and it's kind of shit, right? And then you go like, hey man. It's kind of shit. I don't want to work on it. <laughs> and these are the three reasons why. Like these are yeah. like these are reasons why it's shit. And then that person goes like, oh shit, you know what? Did I, I'll kind of work on this. And like, that's you know, amazing. Can you help me? Can you tell me how I can improve on this? That's like, amazing. Pretty I, sure people will be depends on the level of shit though. Depends <laughs> on the level of shit. Because if you feel like yeah. it, they they if if you're listening to it and you feel like it can't be fixed or like they probably need some time to develop. Like yeah. the way I've been approached or the way I approach it is, I've even sent songs out to people like back in the last couple of years, and they'll tell me like. This song is cool, but I don't see myself on it. Maybe like, but come back to me with another one, or they have to give me like a good reason. Like I'm looking for something different. No problem. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. no problem. If That's I get, it, bro. I you don't you know I don't want a scene or I don't want to like you don't open my message. Like at least have the respect to you know. And yeah. likewise, I'll do the same. Like if someone will approach me, either if I don't like let's say like it's a 16 year old, 17 year old rapper just starting, I feel like okay they have some potential. Like come back to me like later and stuff like that because. But if it's something that, like, I know the artist can make a better song with, I'll be like, listen, I like the song, it's cool, I just don't see myself on it, send me something else. So this, I mean, it still opens up, like, okay, he still wants to work, he's yeah. interested. It's but it also like, depends on people's ability to take that sort of criticism. It's about, yeah, yeah like, if you have, like, a decent that, level of maturity to do that, I feel like that's also the case, because, like, you have to be open to it. You mm-hmm. have to have to be open to it. You can't, sure. like, just have, especially... You can't have yes men in your circle as well. Oh, you have to have sure. people keeping yeah. you grounded every time. Absolutely. That's so, so true, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's great that you yeah. look at it that way. So yeah, this is Prince VA on Chronic Nirvana. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. Thank it's you so pleasure. much, brother. Thank yeah. you very much. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Yeah. Ciao. Ciao. You. Yes, you. Thank you for watching the Chronic Nirvana podcast. And if you aren't following us on Instagram yet, what are you waiting for? What are they waiting for? Make sure you do right now. Like before you just yeah. stop everything you're doing and follow us on Instagram right now at Chronic Nirvana. 100%. And if you have any friends that would like to be a part of the podcast, has an interesting story to say, please let us know in the comment section below or on Instagram. And if you feel like you yourself have an interesting story to share and want to be a part of the podcast, make sure you DM us on Instagram or just leave your suggestions down in the comment section below on YouTube yeah. or on Instagram or wherever, wherever yeah. we put out the podcast. Yeah. Honestly, 100%. <laughs> and if you don't have the time to watch a Chronic Nirvana episode, please do check out the Chronic Nirvana clips on YouTube and get yourself a new job. <laughs> so this is Nikhil. And I'm Dakshay. And, and this, this is Chronic Nirvana. Nirvana.